Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So around the time of like Captain America came out, did you hear about the Dorito challenge? No. Oh, okay. So it was. Uh, it wasn't to do anything with Doritos. It was to do with uh, Chris Evans, and they say his body, in terms of muscles, is shaped like a Dorito. Oh, I get you. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's because Just- it's. It's straight at the top, and then it's all yeah. angular. It's like down. Seth Rogen talks about uh, Zac Efron's body looking like an arrow to his penis. Straight to his dick, yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a Dorito challenge. So in the fitness community and, like, fitness and superhero community, yeah, yeah. it was this whole thing to try and look like Chris Evans. Tiny so, waist, so, massive wings. Tiny, like, tiny waist, huge wings, and just sort of all slimmed down to look like a Dorito. It was called the Dorito right, challenge right. or whatever. Okay, I get but, you, yeah. Yes, but uh, it's kind of a misleading thing. Like, you hear about the yeah, Dorito, the Dorito challenge. challenge. I can do that. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and then it's like everyone okay. wants a shot at the Dorito challenge yeah. when you and then it's you like say it. and then you're like okay, work out, work <laughs> out five times a day, get your shoulders longer, your wings yeah. bigger, no waste. You can't even look at Dorito or you put yeah. on a calorie. Like. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it was just it was just that was kind of around first Captain America Winter Soldier oh, yeah. as well when with the bod on him. Mm. I watched the first Captain America with my girlfriend. She yeah. does not like superhero movies. Yeah, and the minute he comes out of that. That whatever you call it, like oh, yeah, that kind of special casket chamber yeah. yoke. She was like, "Oh, yeah, okay, now I'm watching." <laughs> well, the, her, her pupils just dilated a little bit. Totally. Oh, okay. Uh, I mean, I think we all felt that. Oh way yeah, when he came yeah. Like he's like I think we've said it before. Haley Atwell. That was improvised when she touched his. Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. Oof. When she was she she that wasn't in the script. Speaking of the Dorito challenge, with those uh, shoulder pads she was wearing, she oh, had a yeah. bit of that frame she as did. well. She had massive shoulders in that. She did. Oh, she's so good looking. She's amazing. She is. Yeah. Anyway, should we should I do an intro to Hell the podcast? Yeah. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this episode of Straight to Series. My name is Connor, and that is I'm Ian. Ian. Yeah, he said it his name this time. He said it his name this time. And uh, yeah, welcome. Like and subscribe. Do all the fun stuff that we normally do. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, this is a, oh yeah, this sorry, is a special episode, super special, super special uh, for reasons we don't know. No, we're not sure. It could for have, reasons unknown, this may not be released. There is a possibility. <laughs> we'll uh, find out. We'll find out. No, uh, we've done it in the past, but we just sort of test out a few segments and uh, yeah, and have some fun just talking about news that's not super relevant right now. Yeah. Just things we feel, discussions about movies and yeah, fun facts. Totally. And you always uh, have a fun fact for us. Exactly. Uh, there's, and you too. You you've got some fun facts. You know. Yeah, yeah. Find out how much stuff costs. Fun facts about my own life. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Yeah, we've learned we've learned so much about you over yeah. the short time we've had. But uh, yeah, we've done it before, and we're just kind of testing out some segments. It led to our beloved segment, Got Juiced. Oh yeah. So we're essentially we're trying to rebottle the lightning and find <laughs> yeah. another one. Basically. There we go. Um, no recycling here. No. Well, a little yeah, bit. We'll see. Mm-hmm. We started, it's all recycling. <laughs> yeah. Our intro was basically a segment of Got Juice there, but you know. It was, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, so uh, we're going to do three different segments, aren't we? Uh, one of them we've it. done before, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Kind of. But uh, the first one is something that we are both passionate about, but we don't talk about a lot on this, is soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Yes, I know. Yeah. I'm a musician and You're, I never talk about the music yeah, in, in a I, movie. And I love music and I, you know, it's just, I. it's a, a huge factor you of sort movies. sort of play? I play guitar. Yeah. Left-handed guitar? Left-handed guitar, yeah. And then I can sing a tiny bit. Well, I used to be able oh, to sing. Oh, you can sing a bit? I used to be. I like, was, I was you a, never said that to me. Okay, I was a lead in my school musical. No way. Yeah, yeah. Which, oh, which is on YouTube. Oh, is it? Yeah, it can be found on YouTube. Yeah, well, uh, well, we'll see. Um, but uh, yeah, I can kind of sing. I used to be able to do really well. Not anymore. But um, I cannot sing. 
<laughs> I've tried for years. Oh, really? I was a backup singer in an original band I was in. Oh, yeah? And uh, I was so bad. <laughs> I was so bad. And I gave it I gave it my best. Yeah. I was that trier, you know? Yeah, yeah. With the helmet on. Yeah, listen, <laughs> playing a keyboard, singing, you know? <laughs> Funny enough... Uh, Good for you. You can, turn, you can turn yourself around. Have you heard George Clooney talking about... Just to get off topic for a bit, George Clooney, uh, both his parents are famous jazz musicians and singers and everything. They're like super like well-known musicians and everything. And uh, when they did Oh Brother Where Art Thou, they obviously have all those songs in them, you know? And he went into it and they were like, hey, so are you happy to sing on the record? He was like, totally, just assuming he could sing and he had a great voice. And he got in there. Well, that's a big assumption. And he got in there and he said it was terrible. He can't sing at all. Well, here's the thing as well. People don't know this, but when you're singing Mm -hmm. on a record, usually you're in a boot with headphones on. That is a weird experience. I've done that. I've done backing vocals Mm -hmm. and I can't sing. And I knew I was like, I was like, oh, this is going to be a bit rough. And I can't sing just with a guitar and playing. Imagine though when you're in a boot. Have you ever done that? No, I've never done it. It's very weird. And, And even for something like that, a musical... You don't even know what you're going to be singing to. Yeah. Uh, probably could, it might not be the full track. Yeah. It might be just a metronome mm-hmm. in your ear that you, you would never n- even think of because yeah. it could be really quiet parts totally. where you've nothing to time off. So it could be like this long note and he has this oh. click in his ear and he's just like, what What, what am I doing? Yeah. And then he's like, I'm George Clooney and yeah. I can sing. You know? <laughs> he, like, but he went into it. Massive he, assumption right he, there. Yeah. He just walked in, he put the headphones on and then he said he belted out the whole song. You know? <laughs> I love that. I just, yeah, it. he was like, "I am a man." You know the one that they yeah, sing, yeah. yeah. Which a great song, by the way. Awesome, the that, Soggy Bottom Boys, soggy bottom or something boys, like that, is yeah. it? Oh, I love that whole movie. It's so yeah, so good. The Coen Brothers, brilliant. Yeah. And it was not the first movie. Jesus, we're going so off topic here. Where they completely changed the whole color, yeah. of a whole movie. They changed the entire color of it. Yeah, yeah. They they recolored it afterwards. Yeah, and then you see Aviator kind of did it a bit yeah, as well. Yeah, Martin yeah. Scorsese, and then obviously it's now a thing, mm-hmm. especially at night time. People, some nice scenes are yeah. shot a day yeah, yeah. in it's, daylight it's so like cool that. and then did you know that it's based on the Odyssey the whole story is based on the, the Greek the Greek uh, the famous Greek tragedy the Odyssey I'm gonna pretend like yeah okay. no I, okay. I didn't know that oh, I'll, I'll, uh, he's it, an it, English student it's true it's, uh, it's and I'm an idiot <laughs> <laughs> it's not a tragedy actually sorry it's a Greek uh, I can't think of the name now but anyway it's a very famous one it's like where Troy comes from or whatever it's about okay. it's about Odysseus Homer? did yeah, he write Homer. it yeah yeah exactly <sighs> come on well done. It's about- only because Brad Pitt was in Troy and then I looked up <laughs> yeah, that yeah. the, the whole fable or whatever you would yeah. call it is it a big poem or something like it's that it's a poem yeah, yeah it's a song or something that's like- the only reason why I know that is because yeah. when I was a kid I was like I'm like one of the only people who liked Troy I love Troy do you? Yeah. Man, we agree on way too many things. I know. We found this beforehand. We agree on a lot of this stuff. I can't believe you like Troy. So many people don't like Troy. Troy's so good. That would have been a good one. If, but you actually yeah, like it too. Do you, do you remember when he jumps with the sword and stabs the guy like that? Oh, right right here? Yeah, yeah. Amazing. It's the so biggest cool. dude ever. Yeah, yeah. And he fucks a lot of women in that movie as well. Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Um, Anyway, so uh, to get back his calves. To, to get back to it though, at some stage we'll talk about over the where there, I'm sure, because it's linked to what we were originally talking but about. But here, that's a great story right there. Yeah, I love that George Clooney just thought he could sing, yeah. and just I would love just to see him. I'd love to see the video or the recording 
fucking belting out a yeah. tune, completely out of tune. Yeah, that's it, amazing. It's uh, it's it's great. And like George Clooney is pretty good at everything. But when you're uh, that handsome, you just assume you, you can just do anything. You can do a lot of yeah, stuff. You I know? can play Batman. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they but, made that assumption. Those nipples look good on me. Mm-hmm. Those bat nipples look but, good on me. But here's the thing: unlike other people, George Clooney admits when he's wrong he talks yes he, because he's that handsome he can admit it and you're like true. and you're so like lovable. i forgive you you're yeah. so lovable <laughs> but anyway anyway uh the first segment did we come up with a name for it uh soundtracks of a generation oh songs of our time i was gonna say but soundtracks oh, of a generation is i don't good. know that sounded good as well <laughs> i was just spitballing oh uh, soundtracks of, oh wait what was yours songs, songs of our time songs of our time yeah uh, yeah whatever yeah okay <laughs> well one of those two <laughs> yeah yeah uh, uh, we'll figure it out for the next one but uh basically uh you see movies and soundtrack like, of my life soundtrack of oh, yeah i like it soundtrack of my life our lives soundtrack of our lives of our lives soundtracks of our lives <laughs> days of our lives (laughs) yeah i know Uh, because we can get very close to that yeah um no but uh when you watch movies like especially older movies some of the songs in them and the soundtracks sort of epitomize that the era that they are in you know yes when you when you watch certain movies their songs aren't necessarily timeless but they are literally they could only have been made in the 80s what do you call those things uh like the time vaults or whatever time capsules time capsules they're time capsules that's what it is they're buried in the ground those perfect time capsules yeah um so like star wars for example it came out in the 80s but it's music is iconic it will last forever but we're not even old enough to really appreciate that as well yeah can you imagine living through that era no, like I'm true. sure our parents would listen now would watch like an old uh, Mel Gibson movie or whatever and yeah. be like shot back to the 80s you know mm. that way where we're not even old enough to really get yeah, that I'm true. sure maybe I would with the 90s like certain movies mm-hmm. like Spice World <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen that actually yeah I watched that movie a lot of times <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it um, it came out in 98 okay so it would have been nine no, I was too old to be watching it nine year old boy I would have been one um, <laughs> you were too old to be watching that it was probably yeah it wasn't my thing I was watching Barney at that time my even. sister loved Spice Girls oh, yeah? and she loved uh, Spice World okay uh, Meatloaf a Meatloaf is, is the bus it? driver no way it. is there a tour bus driver Meatloaf <sighs> Meatloaf is in a lot of movies and Richard E. Richard e. Grant is like the bad guy oh I think he's God. I think he's their manager yeah. but he's also kind of like a shady guy uh, sure Meatloaf's in Fight Club yeah yeah, yeah, like he's he's in his so name much. is Robert Paulson. Robert Paulson is that Meatloaf who yeah, dies? Yeah, he's th- Robert Paulson. Robert Paulson. That was my favorite movie for a long time. Oh yeah, and the reason why I listened to the Pixies. Oh, I love this, this to the Pixies too because the song at the end. Yeah, I'm in a weird stage of my life. Isn't uh, that what he says? He says something like, "I'm in a very strange, strange this, place. This is a in very strange place in my life." Yeah, and then, and then where's my mind? Yeah, where's my mind? Plays. Where is my mind? I had one cool guy that was in in my school in my class yeah. when I was listening to that I guess we were in like secondary school I would have been around 14, 15 yeah. and that song hits at the end and I never I was just like whoever that is is cool he had a, a divorced dad that listened to the Pixies oh, cool and he was guy. like oh my dad and his girlfriend they like they got me into the Pixies and, and, he, and then he was like saying to me oh you don't listen to the Pixies do you like Fight Club I'm like yeah the song at the end I'm like what about it that's the Pixies and then he gave me a lend of like an album and I copied it uh, I, you know with yeah, the rewritable yeah, yeah. CDs that's so sad oh you don't listen to the Pixies oh yeah my divorced dad and his girlfriend introduced me yeah. to them but his, his divorced dad could have been like this cool guy that like I'd like to think he's like Kevin Spacey in uh, yeah. uh, American, American Beauty American Beauty yeah. like not smoking Ke- pot not, and not Kevin Spacey in real life <laughs> no, no no he's he's not a uh, touching young boys Allegedly. 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 Is but he Kevin's, in prison for that now? <laughs> I don't know. Ke- Kevin Spacey. He's in Hollywood prison for that now. Yes, definitely. Kevin Spacey, American Beauty. 
I, I admire that guy. I love American Beauty. Well, he's as well. a great actor. I still yeah. admire him as an actor, totally. just not as a human being. We're so distracted already. It's because of the the juice that we are having. I'd yeah, say. special um, juice. Uh, but anyway, we're talking about soundtracks that epitomize the era that they're made in. And uh, for the first one, we were looking at a movie that I love, and you don't love so much. I don't love, but I like it. Yeah, it's Top Gun, famous Danger movie. Zone. Danger Zone. Tony Scott. Uh, can you pull up the? Actually, see if you can get the soundtrack up. Not to play it, but just have the list of all the songs sure. on it. But uh, so I think this. Well, what were you going to say? I was going to say that you didn't know about Tony Scott. No, Ridley Scott's brother. Yeah, everyone knows Ridley Scott, but yeah. Tony Scott, who did loads of cool films like Unstoppable, mm-hmm. Deja Vu, Man on Fire. He oh. loved working with uh, Denzel Washington. Yeah. Shit, and uh, that man got told he had cancer and jumped off a bridge. Jesus, isn't Christ. that crazy? Because he wanted to decide himself, supposedly. Totally. That was the whole thing. Well, I, but he was like 60 or 70. He was an old man. That's... He was oh, like, my God. It's crazy. I don't know. It, but he made a great fun... Well, I don't think it's yeah. great, but... He made an amazing, iconic movie in he Top He sure God. did. A, yeah. Extremely dated movie. And a, a sequel's coming out. A sequel is coming out. Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. No, it is. It's, it's sh- definitely happening. Yeah, like uh, 2021, I think it is. Really? It got pushed back a full year. Who's in it? Um... Tom Cruise is in it. I think Kevin Bacon is in it. Val Kilmer's back in it. Uh, John Slattery, I think, is in it. Oh, right. Uh, The guy who did... Oh, actually, we only talked about this earlier. The guy who did Oblivion. Oh, he's directing it. it. Oh, right. Okay, that's cool. Ish. Mm. Yeah. Well, he did uh, Only the Brave, which is actually a good movie. Yeah, Um, yeah, I know. Sorry, I was taking you off topic. No, it's fine. uh, Zac Efron was meant to be in it. He he wanted to be in it at some stage as well. I don't think he made it. But anyway, get the soundtrack up. Uh... Why to the Top Gun? Top Gun is number one, a great movie, in my opinion, I guess. Came out in 1986. And when you listen to the soundtrack of this movie, it could only have come from the 80s. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean by it being extremely dated. Yeah. But in a good way. I don't mean that in a bad way. way. No. Like, some movies are just perfect. Yeah. Time capsules, as we yeah. already... Like, some movies don't hold up. Like, we'll probably go talk about them later, but yeah. I recently watched a number of American Pie films, and those films are so, like, they only use music that is, like, of the time. Like, here and now, yeah, right now, exactly. is super popular. Like, for example, James Gunn, in the Guardians movies, he takes songs that are timeless from all yes, over. Yes, exactly. They are from different eras, but yet they fit the movie so well. Like, Fleetwood Mac is always going to be a classic, yeah, you know? Like, exactly. yeah, anything from Rumours or that album. You know, like or that, anything that's from ABBA. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, like you can't go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if you use an Elvis tune in yeah. a film, like it's always going to be good. Totally. Yeah. So, uh, but Top Gun is one of those movies where it uh, it epitomizes the era and also is actually a pretty good soundtrack in the end. We listened to it when we were preparing for this episode. I was loving it. I'm nearly sure I read about sound. Uh, sorry, about uh, Top Gun that they needed to like reshoot loads of stuff because the aerial stuff didn't look that yeah, well they had yeah. to like put more money into it yeah I heard is that, that true yeah. yeah yeah they had to they had to go up and they had to do it all over again because like the shots were lacking like yes it was good. yes but you couldn't really understand what was there happening there wasn't great pace in it or yeah. anything like that also, that is true is no, it no yeah, it's yeah. true and also uh, so I only watched the movie once actually <laughs> I've seen it so many times also conscriptions for the Air Force went up after Top Gun was released really yeah they went up wow yeah. So, uh, so the American government has Tom Cruise to thank. You know, uh, actually, funny enough, the American government has this interesting thing where it uh, it makes agreement with movies, like for example, the Transformers movie. They're like, as long as you don't make the 
American military or anything look bad, you can use whatever the fuck you want. Really? So I've never heard this before. So they set up this deal with you and they're like, "How? give us a script, tell us how we're portraying it, and it's like this, 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 and this. Yeah. Okay, cool. What tanks do you want? Whatever. Wow. And they will help supply it. That's so cool. So for Top Gun... In China, it's like the complete opposite. Yeah. Do you, give, you give them a script and they rewrite the script yeah, and give it back to exactly. you. Well, that's how your film's yeah. going to go. That's how the film is. See you is. later, sir. Yeah, you need to, uh, you need to make that much better. Yeah. Do you have a daughter? I hope not. Yeah. <laughs> One child policy. But uh Yeah, this 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 uh this movie has just great songs. Kenny Loggins leads the way yeah. as sort of you know, the classic danger zone, you know, everyone heard everyone's heard it. Bro the bro signs and everything, yeah, like it's everything just everything about it. Just the, the bromance, the that's bromance, what it is. The yeah. bromance. Between Goose and Maverick. And the sexual tension that's so weird yeah, as well. Yeah, it is. The, the volleyball. Yeah, yeah. The shower scenes. Everything, everything. The sh- and like he's got his foot up and he's yeah. in his towel. Like, hey, what's up? Tom Cruise is fit as fucking yeah, that as well. Yeah, he is. Everyone is. Val Kilmer, everyone. What's the name of the female lead in it? I, go, I won't think of her name. She's so hot in that movie. She's incredibly Have you hot. seen her now? No, not good. She didn't look like Tom Cruise, oh, but that she way. She didn't age that well. No. That's a shame. Unlike so, Tom Cruise, the yeah. unageable man. Man, I was so attracted to her when I first saw that movie. I was attracted yeah. to her. I only seen this movie, I think, last year. It was my first time seeing crazy, it. Crazy, crazy. I've seen it so many times now. Oh, I can't believe I can't think of her name. It, it's obviously just doesn't stay. All the all the dudes like Iceman, Goose, and yeah, yeah, and Goose. all that sticks in my head. But yeah, and even like, but you have these great songs like Danger Zone, uh, Playing With The Boys, you know? Yep. And then, uh, oh, what else is that? It's just great. Take My Take Breath Away. Take My Breath Away is yeah. the song to the whole it's thing. true. I was telling you. That, that was I, your one problem with it. Or yeah, major well, problem. Like, it's a major problem, yeah. but also it's amazing mm-hmm. that they do it. Because it's so, it's so ridiculous. Like, yeah. it's so, it, sh- it so shouldn't happen, but it can only happen in a movie in 1986. Is that yeah. what you said? 1986. 1986. Yeah. So, I learned about, like. I, I did a little course on like film themes and mm-hmm. all that. It was music for gaming and movies. Yeah. And uh, you'd write a theme. The whole thing is like you'd write a theme and then mm-hmm. it's variations. Yeah. That's the whole thing. And you hear that in every single film. Yeah. So you'll have like your your, your main theme and then you have a variation. Now a variation could be tempo. Mm-hmm. It could be key. It could be instrumentation. That's the main yeah. thing. Like it, So it's a cello playing the main line. Then it's a French horn playing. Yeah. Then it's a trumpet playing. Their love theme is take my breath away, but the instrumental. So every time they look at each other, it's do 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 do. Yeah. Do do do. But it's the same track every time. Yeah. yeah. Until they make love, and then you hear the words for the <laughs> Full first time. Oh, it's so cheesy. Then you hear the words. Then you hear the words. But uh, I actually did music for my junior search. Oh, did you? So yeah. I did it for there. And one of the things we had to look at was uh, the Dark Knight. That was one of our oh. like studies, and we were talking about you would have the blending of the themes you know when the joke did you learn about the joker's theme yeah joker's theme you yeah. seen the, the, the razor blade the razor blade on the on the it's so cool razor and blade on the violins isn't it yeah on i think the, it could be a cello and the then ch- there's a electric guitars that are slowly yeah. mixed in yeah. that's an awesome theme it's a it's great like, it's one note one note the whole it's like it, yeah, yeah. yeah sound design that's what it's pretty much like sound design and composition, and composition it's weird like yeah. that's what Hans Zimmer's all about. He's awesome, Hans Zimmer. I went Amazing. to his concert when he Me was too. here. Yeah, yeah. I remember we were talking about this. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah, Hans Zimmer, uh, they would have this thing where they were talking about uh, 
my teacher would always talk about, you know, okay, listen to this movie and then look at this scene, you know, mm. when you when there's just an underlying tension and you don't see Joker's on screen, you just hear this in the background and then when he's on screen, you get this much more of a, it's more boisterous and you notice it more. Oh, and then, yeah. And he also we, has a rhythmic team. Yeah. I think Bane had one as well and Bane. it was like in 5-4, yeah. which is an unconventional kind of time yeah, yeah. signature to just, to make you awkward. I remember all that. It's, yeah, it's also put you, you it know, make you tense. So instead of like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, it's just awkward like one, two, three, four, five, one, two, yeah. three, four, five. Yeah. And when you put music oh, to that, it's the, it's it's the chanting. Awkward. It's oh, the, chan- the chanting. They're singing Rise or something like that, They're is it? saying something. I think it's Rise. rise it's yeah. like, a, it's a, some language just saying Rise. You could, uh, rise you, is said way too many times yeah. in that movie. You could record your voice and send it in and they would use it. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. And I was in a band at the time and yeah. we were, I don't know why we never did it, but we were like, we had all the re- recording equipment and we were like, oh, we could do it together and send it in. Yeah, you should have. But, uh, but anyway, to get off topic, uh, they don't do that in Top Gun. Oh no, they don't. Like that—that's that, pretty much my whole point. Is yeah. like I—I I love though that they don't do that. Yeah, totally. Because it's such a bold, brash '80s move to yeah. just be like, "Oh, we can just use the exact same track mm-hmm. over again." Yeah. And then when you make love, throw throw the actual lyrics on it. But also, all the other songs, like there's the selection of music is so good. Yeah. That you don't even need like the composer. Like when what like when they are flying in the air, you don't want to hear anything other than Danger Zone, you know? I know. Do you know what does this brilliantly as well? And I wish uh, Top Gun did it, was do like a sad version of Danger Zone from oh, when he's yeah. unhappy. Yeah, yeah. Because if you ever listen, if you ever watch Rocky, yeah. Rocky does the sad Rocky team as yeah, well. And yeah, it's yeah. the same team, but in a minor key. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's almost lazy, but it's 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 off the times and yeah. brilliant. Where now like Hans Zimmer would never do that. Like you'd, you'd have the main theme mm-hmm. and then you'd have like a sad team and like, you know, he'd go between between the two depending or even have a main theme and strip it back and sort yeah. of like not have some of the more like the drums or even the louder elements and then you just sort of have maybe the, the softer more sort of long long yeah. notes and everything in but it. with Rocky it's just the piano singing <laughs> playing the, the exact same theme except yeah. it's in a minor key and I love that I love just how it's just it's a bold thing to yeah. do you know that but at the time it's just the yeah. perfect thing to do but it, but even like I think the movie in Top Gun in itself also acknowledges the importance of the soundtrack because you have that scene when he's picking up the girl and he sings he has them all singing yeah. you lost that love and feeling <laughs> oh it's so good like it is a movie that this the soundtrack really adds to it and it like in a different way to the composing we'll pro- we maybe we'll do a segment about like composing and everything oh we could bore the tits off everyone yeah. as well though yeah well that's true The Dark Knight might be a good one to do because that's kind of interesting The it's Dark Knight music. is an amazing one to do yeah like, or it, Inception it's all sound design as well like yeah. there's rhythmic stuff where it's like pens hitting tables yeah, you wouldn't even yeah. know about I've heard about that before Hans a genius yeah there's a lot of interesting ones we could definitely look into but anyway in terms of soundtracks and music you should all listen to the Top Gun soundtrack if you want that 80s heroin hit to the vein it's also like a movie that's built on tom cruise's charisma yeah yeah you, totally it's almost a movie that you don't really get to see his charisma as much as you do in that movie in and is you know the way he's almost like actually if you think about it he's like watered down tom cruise now yeah compared to w- the way he was the back he then was, yeah. where he was almost like overacting at times yeah when he's singing that song that's just made me think of it yeah, like yeah. he's so over overacting but it's brilliant but you it's, love it it's super yeah. tom cruise totally. you know it's mega tom cruise it's so charming mega cruise mega cruise yeah I've, I've, I've noticed this trend though that women aren't necessarily attracted to tom cruise tell my mother that oh yeah my dad and tom cruise are the same age oh hmm. they don't look the same age no. that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> that, that's fair that's um, true. but my mother had a 
big thing for Tom really? Cruise. First Mission Impossible. It's not. It's not. Maybe it might be older, but like girls I know and everything. I, I asked them like, "What about Tom Cruise?" And like, you think those? How he's he's viewed in the public eye. I think uh, it's a lot A lot of women that I say yeah, Oh true. Tom Cruise They're like He's crazy I don't know Cardi B officially raped men And people still are attracted to her Did So she you know Did she not hear about this? No Where she drugged And like She drugged Cardi B Cardi B When she was working at a stripper Would drug men And steal their money Wow Pretty much Like she would ha- drug them Have sex with them And then when they were asleep She'd steal their money And run out not hear about this yeah yeah okay. it was a huge scandal i live under a rock i'm sorry yeah, clearly you see you don't listen to all the gossip like yeah i'm listening to hans zimmer while yeah. you're listening to the gossip maybe not raped maybe i'm using the wrong term there but she drugged men and stole their <laughs> well, money let's, let's reverse there yeah, usually i'm yeah. the guy that comes out with outlandish stuff yeah, yeah. she raped men she raped people I multiple think men that might be an over, that might, it, it was multiple but it might be an oversimplification okay. of what she did by just saying she hey. raped them anyway Go she everyone. wouldn't have to drug me. That's all. <laughs> well, maybe for tired. She's a bit rough for me, though. I'm not attracted She'd to. She'd own me in that relationship. Oh, it'd be, I wouldn't enjoy it. Don't. It'd be think. a turbulent relationship. It was. Well, it would. It'd, it'd be, be a head wreck. I'd, I'd like to read the tabloids about it. That's for sure. I feel like I'd be smelling a different dick off her bread every night. Yeah. I'm sorry to say. Yeah. It. Well, that's probably true. Anyway, <laughs> soundtracks. So that's our soundtrack new segment. We can't. Didn't have a name for it. The songs yeah, of our times. Yeah, songs of our times. Soundtracks like, of a generation. Yeah, something like that. I don't something know. like that. We'll figure it out if it's any good. Soundtrack of my life. Soundtrack or... of my life. But uh, now we are going to move on. And what are we going to move on to, Ian? I can't remember. You wrote it down. I did me. write it down. Um, I had Nicolas Cage here, but I think we scrapped that. Oh, did we? Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't think we'll do that. Uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage uh, straight to DVD even on straight to series yeah exactly can't although, even... although we will be talking about him again later oh actually enough. yeah but uh, a little bit more uh, research needs to go into that one yeah true yeah because we're gonna essentially we're gonna do the age old debate is Nicholas Cage a good actor is or not is he a good actor or not yeah and uh, we, sh- we should watch at least uh, Leaving Las Vegas because that's like his his Oscar his Oscar yeah, yeah. exactly and, and I did watch that once and it was pretty epic it and, then, really and then there's the one where he plays twins in it as well oh that is brilliant adaptation yeah, yeah adaptation yeah that's Charlie Kaufman uh, wrote it do you know Charlie Kaufman yeah I do I can't think he, he directed something else that uh what was it? Oh, fuck. I won't think of it now. He, do you want me to tell you? Yes, please. Cinaduki, New York, you're yeah, thinking of? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. He yeah. also directed, anim- what was that? Anomalisa. Anomalisa, that's uh, it. I was trying to... What's that? Oh, it's cool. It's a like a stop motion animated thing. Oh, is thing. it? Hang on one sec. But it's a drama. Me. It's so weird, but like it's done in like clay. Stop motion. Or it could be claymation or stop motion. There's, there was one recently about that as well. I can't remember what it is. Charlie Kaufman. Hang on. His name is sticking in my head for some reason. He, he wrote uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. That was it. That was it. Okay. He did adaptation. He did all yeah. being John Malkovich as well. Being John Malkovich. Yeah, yeah. He does all these really... I, I really know this guy. I, yeah. I really, I'm a big fan of him. Yeah. You should check out Anomalisa, especially being um, an English student because... Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. Anomalisa. Yeah, I, I saw the trailer for it. It's about the guy who's like older and everything. Mm. And he's trying to have a relationship. I remember watching the trailer and I was like, that looks really cool. Something super cool about that movie is I think it's, it's all metaphors and shit like that. And um, I think he's supposed to be like self-obsessed and he's listening to um, classical music mm-hmm. and his own voice is singing every single note. Oh, wow. Is that cool? That's so cool. So I assume it's like he, he can't stop hearing his own yeah. voice, you know, in his own head. You know, I'm it's def- all about himself. I'm definitely going to check that out. I watched Akira, by the way. 
Oh, yeah, yeah. oh fuck that dates this episode now <laughs> oh well whatever that doesn't really no yeah, yeah no one knows this episode was filmed in an undisclosed location at an undisclosed time and <laughs> yeah. um, no we're gonna move on to our next segment which is in my client's defense oh yes yeah. <laughs> i forgot about that yeah yeah this is uh this is where uh you know we have different opinions or at least i thought we objection did. <laughs> i thought we had different opinions and then we went through all these movies and found out it was very difficult to find two movies that we completely disagree on yeah so uh i game of thrones finale is like the only it's thing the only thing and you know we can only like talk about that so much before that's a fucking rare thing though it is we were having some weird ones yeah. as well where you're like well what do you think of the whole franchise of <laughs> of pirates of the caribbean yeah. and we're like yes on the first one yes on the second one nay yeah, nay yeah, like yeah, yeah. it went perfectly oh uh, it was weird it was, it was and then you were looking strange. me at me in my eyes and i was looking at you in your eyes was, it take my breath away <laughs> <laughs> da, da, da. no but uh we did eventually find one where yes uh i am a big fan of Mamma Mia. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. It's a- Well, tell the really cool story of how you've seen it for the first oh, time. okay. So I saw the movie uh, in cinemas. Oh, with, cool. With my mother. <laughs> she said, Connor, do you want to go to the cinema? And I said, yes, absolutely I do. We got to the cinema and she said, we're seeing Mamma Mia. And I said, oh, okay. I'd love to know what was out the same weekend as I that. I actually should check. Um, I'd love to know. I bet there was something like Perfect. I think it. I think it was. Uh, I think it was the case where my mum really wanted to see it, and, uh, and did your dad say no? I'm not seeing probably that because I'm a straight male. <laughs> I think her friends dropped out of going to see it with her. So <laughs> you're like, I'll do it, mom. Well, well, I got there, and she was like, she. I think she was kind of like, there's no one else who was uh, who was who would come, and I was like, okay, well, we can go see it, whatever. Like, I'm not that pushed. I watched. I. I I figured I've watched more trash in my life than Mamma Mia and I ended up loving it. Iron Man was out at the time. (laughs) (laughs) So was The Dark Knight. you've recently said that you don't think you've seen Iron Man in the cinema. Yeah, I know I did. The first one? No, I've seen Iron Man. Oh, okay. What was it? Tour the Dark World I haven't seen in the cinema. Oh, sorry. What else was there? Wally. Wally. Oh, Uh, Wally. Slumdog Millionaire. Gran Torino. Oh my god. Uh, you in, seen in Bruges. You seen the worst movie. Uh Hancock. Okay. okay, Hancock is not great. Tropic Thunder. Indiana Jones and the Temple of the Crystal Skull and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I would still put them above Hellboy Mamma Mia. 2. Uh The Wrestler. Fuck. Ah. Valkyrie. Now, if you went to see The Wrestler with your mother, that'd be pretty that weird be as well. Weird. Burn After Reading. Have you seen that? Love that movie. Coen Brothers again. Great movie. Brad Pitt's face before he gets shot in the face. Spoiler alert. Oh, I love it so hey, much. It's so oh good. my God. That was like a running joke in my band for years. Frost Nixon was out. Oh, that's a good movie as well. That's Step, um, uh, it, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, yeah. And uh, Michael Sheen, I think. Michael, yeah, Michael Sheen. Uh, Step Brothers. Love pa- Step Brothers. Pineapple Express. Get Smart. The Strangers. That's a good horror movie. I've never seen that. Glenn Harrington is in it. Now I watch it. Yeah, just because of Glenn Harrington. Jumper was out. Okay, then, then that was... That's pretty bad. So, I, I liked Jumper originally. 2008 in my primary school, everyone loved Jumper. We were all talking about yeah. it. We were like, oh, it's so cool. Love that movie. It was only when I found out that everyone hated it that I went back and kind of watched it and was like, uh, I guess. But at the time, when I first seen it, Jamie yeah. Bell and... That guy, Hayden... Hey, no, 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 no. Hayden Pantier. Hey, uh, fuck it. No, I was thinking it? Hayden Christensen. Not Hayden Christensen, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I, I said you... Hayden and you thought I was going to say Hayden... Hayden Pan- Panettiere. Yeah, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, sorry, yeah. 
I thought I, in my head I was like his first name's Christopher, but his second name's Chris. Christopher. It is Hayden Christensen. Hayden Christensen, yeah, yeah. The guy then went on to Star Wars. Uh, no, he started Star Wars. Did he? And then he went to that. And then he went to that. Yeah. Because oh. then uh, Revenge he... of the Sith is 2006, I think. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah, yeah. and now he's like a plumber or somewhere. Or I don't know. Like he's living in Canada. Uh, forgetting Sarah Marshall I thought was he like fixed my dad's van there the other day. <laughs> he might have uh, Zach and Miri make a porno okay Kevin, well, we get the point though. it's we a Kevin the... Smith movie yeah. um, he he didn't direct that did he uh, I'm pretty sure he wrote it oh uh, okay. hang on one sec I'm 90% I'm 90% sure because I watched it recently and Jason Mewes is in it so that's normally yeah director Kevin Smith no way yeah. I did not know he directed that yeah, there you are so anyway I love Mamma Mia and yeah. I was dragged to it as a kid um so yeah, what well, like what's wrong with it? <laughs> uh, Pierce Brosnan, Pierce Brosnan singing is like terrible. So bad. I know. I love it. So, what is the song again? SOS. SOS. When you're gone. When you're gone. Yeah, it's all in his throat. We not only did I love the movie yeah, and see SOS. it, we bought my mum the CD. And it got stuck in her CD player. So the only <laughs> CD we could listen to in her car was, oh, excuse me, was uh, the Mamma Mia you one. Yeah, Mom, I'll walk. Yeah, I'll walk Thank home. You. Thank you. Yeah. But we would constantly, my dad and I, we would be in the car and we'd be like, he'd be like, which one does Pierce Brosnan seen? And we'd listen to, we'd listen to it and we'd go, that's bad. <laughs> that is bad. But I, do, I love, I relish in all the, like... It, in terms of like a, like a sing-along movie or whatever, it's pretty good. Like, there's a lot of Meryl spectacle. Meryl Streep overacts in that whole movie as well, where she's like, ooh. She she's does. like that little girl, kind of teenage girl thing again. No, no, no. She's pretty great, though. In her dungarees. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Get the fuck out uh, of here. Dude, when she sings in The Winner Takes It All, it's awesome. It's a great performance. And then you have... But there's a lot of fun songs as well. Like, you have the one... Um, it's uh, such a chick flick. Like, it's... Yeah. It's entirely made for women. Yeah. Like, it really is. Pretty the much, story yeah. doesn't even have... Like, it's about three blokes that are, like, completely infatuated with Meryl Streep. <laughs> like, come on. That is that, that is such a lad's perspective of the movie. It's about three fellas who fucked this ma and now she is a kid. It's about a girl trying to find her father. <laughs> nah, what girl? Amanda Seyfried. She's not in it. She is. I know she is, but like <laughs> still, like, that's what it's about. It's about three blokes trying to get with her mom uh, again. No, actually, no, two blokes. It's not three. Yeah, it is, but the third one's gay. Who's the gay one? Colin There's, Firth is gay. Oh, Colin Firth in it. It's Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, and Pierce Brosnan. And Pierce Brosnan. Yeah. When you're gone, when you're gone, how can I even try? I know the worst of all these songs. But Dominic Cooper is in it, Preacher himself. He is in it. And he's great. Is he? He has a song, <laughs> and his song is like a great spectacle. I can't is think it? of it. Um, hang on. And I, isn't there like some... L ones in it as well. Yeah, there are. Mel Street's, Mel like Street's friends. friends who were in a band with her, and then she sings "Does Your Mother Know" to that guy with dreads. I need to see who's in this. And she's vague. She's pretty. I, I don't know. Like I wasn't attracted to her before, but then she sang the song. She did the dance, and who? I was like, I can't think of the actress's name. Are we name. talking about the older one? We're talking about the older lady who sings "Does Your Mother Know." Fifty-five percent. Christine, mo- Christine Baranski. I've had weird thoughts about her too. Yeah, yeah. She sang. She sings the song, and I'm like, damn, you're pretty hot. Uh, yeah to Amanda Seyfried uh, and then what the, her third friend helped write the movie her third friend is a comedy writer and she helped write the whole movie like the smaller friend you know the one who's obsessed with Stellan Skarsgård in it um, it's, who directed this <sighs> don't know 
And then they all sing Waterloo at the end, and they're all in the outfits. Come on, that's not how is that oh, not it's great? So bad. One night, and then they're all in the fucking ABBA suits. It's great. Oh, what a movie! I love it. I cannot believe you're into this movie. Oh, I love it so much. I watch it now. We agree. I'd, <laughs> I'd watch it. I'd now. watch it now. I would. Yeah, absolutely. I'm trying to find out who directed it. For God's sake. I have a dream. Yeah, she sings that at the beginning. Um. Oh, it's so good. What a great movie. Uh, oh my God, I thought that was Pornhub, not IMDb. <laughs> Did you see the sequel? No, didn't. I heard it was terrible. Also, Meryl Streep's not in it. But I heard the first one was terrible. Oh, is Meryl Streep not in it? She's killed off. She's killed off. They kill off Meryl Streep's character in like the first Spoiler minutes. alert, I was going to watch it now. No, you weren't. You were never going to watch it. Um, I was so looking forward to watching this movie. Yeah. No, Mamma Mia is... Uh, yeah, oh, I love it so much. Oh yeah, Cher's in it. I forgot Cher was in it. Cher's in it. Oh, she's in, no, that's the second one. Sorry, that's the second one. Yeah, it is. Julie Walters is her face recyclable. Julie Walters was uh, was she she was the third friend and she also helped write the movie. I don't know. It's just a fun time. The voulez-vous, Dominic Cooper. I'm gonna think of Dominic Cooper's song in a minute now. Um, it's where they're, the men are all in flip flops and they're going out in the thing and they dive into the water and he says oh he such says, a chick flick even when you're describing has, it like it's has, such a uh, he has a line where he's like he sh- he, they, there's some line about an arrow through the heart and he's like going back like this and he's uh, <laughs> oh I love it I'm telling you it's the greatest movie ever made I think this made you really hot and bothered when you were walking out I can just imagine you <laughs> if mom any, that was great if, if she, anything I became more sure in my sexuality after watching <laughs> that I'm very comfortable I know that I'm uh, I know what excites me and uh, it's Dominic <laughs> Cooper shooting an arrow at me <laughs> exactly uh, it's Mamma Mia uh, Mamma Mia song list it was originally a musical uh, yeah, yeah, I know that, yeah. yeah it it's was, a very famous musical. It made a ton of money, the first one did. I know, rightfully so, because it's a great movie. Oh my God, get out. Uh, you know, the second one, though, it failed miserably. Yeah, I heard that. Hang on, where is it? Come on, come on, come on, come on. Lay all your love on me. That's what it is. Don't go wasting your The emotions. music, though, I will say, is awesome. I love well, it's Abba. It's timeless. I love Abba. Yeah. Uh, you can't go wrong with making an Abba movie. Oh, wait, you can. They made a second one. And um, he made a first one. Yeah, that's, well, the first one's great. Here's the thing. Um, Every bloke that's listening to this, I hope they're like fucking throwing chicken at their whatever, computer screen. Whatever, I'll find one who agrees with me. Also, everyone disagrees with me on Got Juiced as well, so I'm all right. True, actually, I'm yeah. all right uh, being uh, being disagreed with. Yeah, so I, I think I could go through. It starts with I Have a Dream. Amanda Seyfried singing that. And then it goes to... And then you have the great one where she sings Mamma Mia. And she's st- and Meryl Streep is staring at the at the dudes. And she's talking about getting like... Uh, just one looking at an Annabelle ring. Whoa, whoa. Mamma Mia. And then you have Money, Money, Money. Where they're all on the, on the cruise ship and everything. What are you looking up? Felida Lloyd. Is this who directed it? Yeah. Felida Lloyd. I don't know. Is he- Look at the top there. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I won't pronounce that. Yeah, no. Philida? Philida? Fildia? Fildia Lloyd? Let's see if she did anything else. Oh, Jesus, she looks a bit haggard. It was produced by ABBA, anyway. And then uh, 
uh, the well, Iron Lady she made. No way. With Meryl Streep. So two great movies then. I've never seen the Iron Lady. Is it good? It's very good. Is it? it I, is, I'd yeah. assume. I mean, Margaret Thatcher was a was a was a cunt of a woman, but you know, and I don't use that term lightly. She was a she was a real battle axe. But the Iron Lady is a great movie. Meryl Streep though is an actress. I'm so over. Oh really? Yeah, it's just like she's Meryl Streep. You know when you know when there's like actors that play themselves almost now. Meryl like Streep, Meryl Streep is, is just that person that like. It's almost like just the perfect actress. <laughs> have you watched know. some of her older work though? Yeah, like I love Dare Hunter. Oh, have you She's seen? She's so attractive in Dare Hunter is. as well. Have you seen Sophie's Choice? Never seen Sophie's Choice. Have you seen oh, what's the one with uh, Dustin Hoffman? I can't think of it now. I don't know. Uh, I, I think Dare Hunter is the only real old one I've seen. You should watch first. some of her older work because, like, for, you you hear all this talk and like Meryl Streep, yeah, she's great and everything. You say you're over her. When you look at some of her older stuff, it's like Jesus Christ, this woman can I know, act. I, I know she can act, but yeah. in the last ten years, it's just kind of like you there's Meryl. Tired. You know when you see Mel, Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks in a movie now, okay. I you're like, follow what you mean, yeah. Nope. Like, and, and like they're acting so well, but yeah. yet there's some. Do you know they're they're missing an edge, mm-hmm. like. I'd like, I'd like to see, I, I don't know, I guess it wouldn't really work, but I just mean, you know, some people tell me that Leonardo DiCaprio is like the perfect actor and sometimes they don't like him because of that. Oh, and I just, th- no, honestly, I, I was only had this conversation with someone yeah. and I was saying, I, I just cannot see that because I see something like, um, what was the one he did with Scorsese, his last one? Um, Django. No. Oh no, but even Django Unchained is so different than anything he does. Yeah, you don't see Tom Hanks um, playing that role. I'm talking about the one where he's taking the, the lemons. The oh, uh, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. thank you. I, I don't know why I, that was escaping yeah. me. Wolf of Wall Street is such an edgy role. Totally. And I've never really seen him that funny. Like I said, you're not going to see Tom Hanks from Meryl Streep doing that role. You couldn't. You know? But yet you could see Leonardo DiCaprio playing that real straight-laced character yeah. as well. The way Tom Hanks could do it. Or even in The Revenant. You know, The Revenant is one of my favorite films of all time. Never seen it. I love it. Yeah. Some people don't like it. Like it's uh, my friend described. I was saying to my mate, he was uh, he's a photographer. He actually yeah. lended us a camera he for does. one of our yeah. first episodes, first and second episodes, first and second. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. But he, I was saying to him, uh, how does everything just look so good in The Revenant? And he's uh, he was like, well, first of all, it's real. Yeah. And second of all, the lenses are set to infinity, so everything's in focus. Jesus. And I was like, oh, I never noticed. And he goes, if you watch it again now, that big, um, big snow filled mountain at the back is in completely in focus. So you're seeing all that and the water and the waterfalls and the snow here and there and the woods, everything's in focus. It's, awesome. it's all set to infinity. Yeah. So you're seeing the character and all the landscape mm-hmm. perfectly. It's not so, because you know, if it's out of focus, it actually even could be CGI'd in yeah. a way, like, and you wouldn't even be able to tell. You, you just, your brain would kind of be like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a bit weird. He, that's why he was saying, that's so cool. When you watch um, The Revenant, you're like, oh, this is fucking amazing. Why does this not, like, I was saying to him, why does every film not look like The Revenant? Yeah. And he's like, well, first of all, they, they filmed in locations where making people hadn't been mm-hmm. for years. Yeah. You know, like, they actually filmed in locations that's where so cool. they did like four hours traveling but it's, just to it's get a, there it's the same director as Birdman so is Birdman the same where everything's in focus I don't I'd love know. to watch it again because you because yeah. you know you have these great sprawling scenes where he's you know walking through Times Square and you yeah. have the you know those great moments and I'd love to see if all of that is actually in focus in I, focus yeah and I will have to watch The Revenant but like I can I can understand how Leonardo DiCaprio could be seen as going down the route where he was kind of playing the same roles like in his True. early career you talk about like The Beach 
and like Titanic he, and the beach Titan- were around the same time and, weren't and they? like Catch Me If You Can as well he's playing kind of a charming young guy who yes. gets a, you know even it, though I love that movie oh, it's, a, it's, a it's only towards the end of that movie where you get to see that edge that I'm talking totally. about you yeah, know when totally. he's got the beard and all like yeah. that and he's, he's kind of getting a bit crazy and he's talking and, about his dad and he's emotional like yeah, because yeah. he loses his dad his dad dies without yes. when he's in prison that's and, when you really get to see like yeah. that you know he's not just a pretty boy no, I, that can the, just like he's a decent actor yeah. but a pretty boy and then and then you make the and then especially at the very end when he goes to leave again and then Tom Hanks is like no one's chasing you yes and you have yeah. those moments where he's kind of realizing who he is like yeah. it's uh and but then the older he gets like he does stuff like Blood Diamond and then he does uh you know he's in Django Unchained playing arguably one of the worst villains on oh, screen ever he's despicable Calvin Candy is it, like it's so captivating watching him in that role even his teeth like he's yeah. every bit about him is despicable yeah but you love it but like, and he's also like the most charming despicable man totally. in the room you like, know that you way love it. you love watching him <laughs> The famous a... line he has where he's like, you, ha- oh, uh, you had my attention. Oh, no, no, it's oh, not that. It's a... Gentlemen, you had my cur- curiosity. You had, now you have now my you have attention. My... Yeah. yeah. It's a brilliant line. I thought you were going to say something where he calls someone the N-word in it or something. No. You know that famous <laughs> line? And then... Uh, and then <laughs> Christoph was, do you want me to shake? I, I will not shake with you. Do you want me to shake? And then he comes over. Oh, yeah. What a great moment. The shock on his face. Uh, and then uh, Christopher... I couldn't help myself. Or yeah, it's not yeah. Christopher Walken. Christoph Waltz. Chris, Christoph He's Waltz. Like, yeah. When you said Christopher Walken, I was just agreeing. Going. Yeah, yeah. My my brain will catch up with you, and I'll yeah. figure out what reference the, what you're referencing. And then I was like, yeah. no, he's actually getting it. By wrong. the way, people always do a Christopher Walken impression. Two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. I didn't know what that was from, and then I saw uh, Catch Me If You Can. Is it, it in that? I haven't watched that in okay. so long. It's a speech he gives. The two little mice fell in a bucket of cream. One little mouse quickly gave up and drowned. The other one kicked its leads and turned that cream into butter. I'm that second little mouse. <laughs> I'm the second little mouse. Yeah, Nothing anyway. will beat his Pulp Fiction speech about... I had this watch <laughs> up my ass. And he had it up his ass. And for he had it up his ass. <laughs> Never mind that. Seven Psychopaths. Oh, he's so good in that. Have you ever noticed when he dies in that? Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert again. It's, yeah. it's out years. Yeah. Made by an Irishman. It is. Martin written, McDonough. Yeah, written yeah. and directed. Uh, when he dies, you can see him breathing. Yeah, it's so Chest cool. rising and oh, falling. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love how no one in post went. Come on. Oh, shit. Yeah, but who's going to go up to Chris Frog and say, you're breathing? You no, know? but in post-production, they could have fixed that. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what I meant. Like, Because I would imagine in every movie, I, I don't know, maybe they don't have this, but they should have a guy that just sits there with a pen and paper and writes down anything that seems inconsistent. Okay, so this is really interesting. Um, when uh, You know Cinema Sins? It's a YouTube channel. We're yeah. so off topic from what we were on, but whatever. Cinema Sins is this YouTube channel, and they sin movies. You know, they write down, like, all the different things that are wrong with it. Sometimes it can be a bit antiquated. Yeah, I've seen a few. Like, I've seen yeah. um, Kong, Skull yeah. Island. Have you seen what the director responded to that? He yeah. was like, you can't just say shit and it's true. Yeah. And he made some good points, especially about what year it was mm. set in, because he was like, we chose that year because that's when uh, satellite surveillance yeah. was made um, possible so mm-hmm. they could take pictures of the island and be yeah. like, oh, this is an undiscovered area. Totally. And they made fun of like the era because they were just like, why, why is it in this time yeah, area? Yeah. Like that, it's, you know? uh, yeah some t- like sometimes, like I said, it can be a bit antiquated yeah. and they just go to try and rack up points they don't really like. Sometimes they question things. Uh, they just send things for deliberate reasons. Yeah. So the Russo brothers are big fans and when they were writing Winter Soldier 
in the writing room, they would said they would be writing something, and they say, "I don't want a script that Cinema Sins is going to rip apart." So oh, I want wait. you guys to go through everything, and we're going to make sure this movie is spotless. If you watch the Cinema Sins to it in the beginning, they're like, "This movie is almost perfect, but we're going to try and sin it anyway." And okay. almost every sin is like something so minute or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then the Russo brothers came in sat with the guys who do it and watched it with them and then they were like okay pause it and they would explain why this is this and this and this then they go okay you can go again that they pause it and they went blah, blah, blah. so now it, so when the Russo brothers think about it they are looking they when they write a script they are thinking about the guys who are on YouTube who are going through everything trying to tear things apart yeah so yeah I just thought that was so cool that's really cool and again even though Endgame has some has some it has some serious spot like uh, not written by the Russo brothers yeah, I know not written, yeah, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like, they, they made a movie. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. No. no. In fairness, for a movie that, like, has some criticisms to it, it's, uh, like... In Which its, one are we talk about now? Endgame. Endgame, okay. Endgame, where you, like, think of inconsistencies. Like, you don't really think about them in the movie. Oh, I, you know? I, I love that movie so yeah, much. exactly. So. Like, you know, I'm just saying... Yeah. It's not, it took me a while to even realize, totally. and I was like, oh, yeah, there yeah. is a few little things. Mm-hmm. Not even inconsistencies, just... Uh, <laughs> Plot holes, plot, plot holes. holes yeah. Well, I guess you can call that inconsistencies. I don't know. But you know, you know what I mean when you watch a movie and you're like, "Oh, wait, he's wearing a different shirt now," or, yeah, or just totally. stupid shit like that. Yeah. Oh, what is the one? There's like one famous one, uh, the Prisoner of Azkaban, mm-hmm. that yeah, has yeah. a crazy man. Have you ever watched a video where he's like wearing a V-neck and then he's wearing a polo neck? Polo and, neck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I ridiculous. I saw the movie in cinemas. Yeah. Could be my favorite Harry Potter movie. I think the fourth one is my favorite one, Goblet of Fire. Is the guy who made um, what? The Revenant the director of that? Oh. Alfonso Cuaron? No way, is he? Really? Because that would bring us full circle. It would bring it full circle. Well, not really. We haven't got back to Mamma Mia yet, but it would bring us Do almost full circle. Uh, no, we could probably move on to our last topic, I'm guessing. Some really good director anyway. Yeah. Directed Prisoner of Azkaban. But like I said... Alfonso Cuaron. Alfonso... Oh my God, it is. Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that cool? I think that's his only big budget studio movie that he's made, you know? Dude, he crushed it. That's probably my second favorite Harry Potter movie. What's your favorite? Goblet of Fire. Oh, Goblet of Fire? Yeah. With Robert Pattinson? With Robert Pattinson, yeah. See? Mm. Our Batman. Our Batman. Our new Batman. Um, Yeah, no, I love that movie. It might be because it's the one I've seen the most. Prisoner of Azkaban is a close second. I've read I read all the books before I saw the movies. Right, so. the Goblet of Fire. Just I always think of the the female um, school that comes in. Oh, the, the, the leader French of people. It. Yeah, she was amazing. Yeah, the blonde yeah. one. Did she have uh, a thing for Harry Potter in it as well? Uh, she did because he because he saved her sister, but then she ended up kissing Ron in the end, and Ron was like, they're, they're, I'll think of their name. It begins. It's like the La 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 Lafayette or something. They're not the Lafayettes, but whatever. And yeah. then you had the Russian school. Yeah, the, the, man, the man walks around. It was like so this. cliche. Yeah, that guy looked like he was around thirty. I know, I know. Victor Crumb, Ivan Drago's son. Yeah, yeah. Did you know uh, a little Harry Potter? Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember? I will crush you. <laughs> Do you remember at the beginning of it throughout the Twi- Tri Wizard Cup Quidditch tournament? Yes. Yeah. And do you remember who was in the final? No. It's uh, it's Romania versus Ireland. Is it? And Ireland win the Tri Wizard Cup. Boom. Quidditch, baby. You're welcome, JK. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we won. We win. No in the way. End. Yeah. So I, that, that's part of the reason why I love that movie and I love that book. That Russian school, though. Yeah. Taking all the steroids. I know. They're so. Uh, <laughs> he literally. There's a scene where he's walking. Alec like, steroids. Right to his arse. The, he's walking on the beach and he's bringing his knees up to his arms. But then he, when he's walking, <laughs> yeah. he's walking like this. Like a gorilla. Yeah. Anyway, we'll move on to our last topic. Uh, how long are we going for? We are. 
42 minutes, probably 45 minutes. Okay, cool. Well, uh, the last one is a segment we did earlier. We've done Which one before. Is this? this is the Tim Burton stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah, so uh, we have done a part on this where we talk about bad sequels. Yes. that were, Well, we did two different things. We did bad yeah. sequels that were made mm-hmm. and bad sequels that were almost, almost made. Almost made. This, is, this falls into the second one of those two. Of almost made. This is the story of Superman Reborn or Superman Lives, Lives. by Tim Burton. With an amazing A-list celeb. As Superman. As Superman. Well, when you think of Superman, who do you instantly think of? Nicolas Cage. Boom. Yeah, so you got boom. it right. Yeah, and that's who they put in it. Yeah. With his fake muscles. Have you seen him fake muscle, oh su- muscle suit? The fake muscle suit. They had a weird S. Funny enough, the concept for that was actually taken when they were doing Man of Steel because Nic- Nicolas Cage is no underpants. Oh, so yeah. then when they did Man of Steel, they sort of carried over It was over good to not have the underpants, I thought. I I quite like it. Like you quite like the underpants. I I, I enjoy like I enjoy both. In the comics, there's uh, there's there's cool designs of him without it, and then there's cool okay. designs with him with it. I just so, thought Man of Steel's design was Man, great. Man of Steel's is pretty good. It looks there's something strange about Man of Steel's suit that I can't quite put my finger. But you think on. that's the color drain? It might be. It, like might it could be, be that. I you need know? to I need to watch it again. There's something yeah. about the suit that rubs me the wrong way. It's not necessarily designed badly. It's just something about it that I don't like. Because I think it's my favorite suit. Okay. I'll, I'll film like I yeah, mean, yeah. you know. Yeah, film film it probably it's is. Christopher Reeves one looks it, like it looks cack now. Like, it's I so know. dated, yeah. Yeah, like it's so dated. It is yeah. a man in his underpants totally. and some, like spandex, yeah. you know. I don't know. I I like I quite like Superman's design. Actually, Superman Returns was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't bad. But it, it was, it was just Christopher Reeves though. It was except it was just rubber, mm. I guess. It was interesting, anyway. Yeah, it was. I didn't think that was a bad suit. It was just no. a bad movie. Yeah, God. And Kevin Spacey was fucking Lex Luthor. I That's, know. That is a dynamite casting. Yeah. Kevin Spacey's Lex Luthor is amazing. Like it is a perfect casting. What's the name of the guy who plays um, Superman in that? Uh, Brandon Ralph. At uh, Ruth. Is it? Yeah, Brandon Ruth. Brandon Ruth. Or O U T H. Okay, Brandon Ruth. Because yeah. uh, I just couldn't remember his name there for a he's minute. The Adam. On DC, that ruined his career for for a yeah, long time. Yeah. Like this is his comeback is on as the, the DC. Adam, yeah, as DC again. I know. Yeah, yeah. it's funny, isn't it? You no, know, he was also in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Yeah, like yeah. one movie in like t- what that, 2006 was Superman Returns. Him and Captain Marvel in the same movie. Oh. Yeah, you see, didn't yeah. think of that now. No, you didn't. Um, and, and Captain America. Captain America. Yeah. I. Oh, no joke. The first time I saw Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Do you love Scott Pilgrim versus the World? I think it's a great movie. It's so good. It's so good. It's, Edgar Wright. Yeah. Like he made that movie and it failed miserably. It's insane. It's People so, loved it, but it made no money. It's so much character. You know, it's so original. Yeah, it really and is. it still is original now. Like no totally. one has been able to emulate that no. energy. It is the most comic booky movie. Like I've I've ever seen. Yeah, like you're literally seeing it you're, you're, come off the pages. Yeah, almost like yeah, what the Watchmen had a bit of that as well. Yeah, it did. It really did. It 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 got Alan Moore style so well, mm. um, and redesigned the costumes so that they looked wearable, unlike Alan yes. Moore's original yeah. designs. But uh, I saw. Captain America, the first Avenger in, cin- in cinemas, came home. The movie on the television, I'd never seen it before, was Scott Pilgrim vs. the World. And then Chris oh. Evans came up in it, and we were like, oh, fuck, he's here again. The stunt man with the skateboard. Oh, he's so good. You think, I'd, you think I'd do anything without my stunt doubles? And then, <laughs> yeah. like, so many of them come out, and they start hitting him <laughs> with, with skateboards. Skateboard. Oh, it's a great movie. And Michael Cera is so good in that. He is. I love Michael Cera. I think Michael Cera is awesome. Some people hate him because oh, he's great. I know he's... He is kind of that one note actor in, yeah. in many ways. Mm-hmm. But when you see Scott Pilgrim versus the world, he kind of isn't, even though no. he is. You know, he's, he's still the geeky, nerdy guy. 
but he actually comes like when he's fighting he holds his own in the action scenes yeah, yeah and you believe it you don't mm-hmm. go oh that nerd just couldn't do that no uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead yeah so hot she's so hot she, I love I love the bit where uh, you know he has the little girl Knives he's dating Knives Knives she's like the sweetest I also really fancy Knives so did I so, did so I. much I, I just love the bit where uh, uh, the, his gay friend opens the door and you know it's like oh Knives Scott isn't here and he closes over and you just see Scott dive through the little window, yeah yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. Uh, Macaulay Culkin's uh, brother isn't it yeah yeah it is yeah Kieran Culkin or something like Kier- that yeah something I like want to say something like that probably yeah. he's great in it as well he is great when he's, he's like texting while he's asleep and shit like that yeah, you know? and and he's he, like oh don't tell anyone and he's just texting yeah. people like, he's constantly like does it, they all sleep in the same bed yeah, Aubrey another, Plaza is it Aubrey Plaza is his She's, friend yeah yeah or is, it, is that his sister uh, I it's some I don't know. She's always giving out to him anyway, and cursing and his yeah. I don't know if it's that. if Scott's sister it might be the other guy's sister. I thought it was Scott's sister, or maybe, maybe. it is. I don't know. I don't. Know. I haven't watched this movie in so long. Me either. Anyway, we got to stop talking about good <laughs> movies and we got to move on to bad movies. Tim Burton, Superman Reborn, Superman Lives. It was a shit show trying to get this movie. Made. Absolute shit show. We, we were saying three scripts. Three scripts. Uh, one of them is written by Kevin Smith, which is the one we're going to focus on. And he's he's the guy who's like come out and said all this mad shit. Like yeah. he's, he's told the story, and now yeah. there's a documentary as well. There's a documentary about it. Uh, what happened to that's that's on YouTube at yes. the moment. It's not meant to, but it is on yeah. YouTube. So you we can actually check it haven't out. seen it. We only discovered before we made we this podcast. We watched about twenty minutes of footage, and then I googled some stuff, and uh, yeah, and we and watched then, Kevin Smith talk about the yeah. whole thing. And then I went on, and then we, I went on YouTube and fucking the documentaries there. So. Uh, it's worth a watch. I hear it's a very good documentary, so uh, at some stage I will watch it. But anyway, it was uh, it was originally called Superman Reborn, and this is in the nineties. So we're talking, yes, uh, we're talking Batman using a credit card. You know, is it around that time? That's ninety seven. Batman using a credit card from ninety seven. Was it around? Not there? credit card. It's uh, it's the the Riddler and Two-Face. Oh, so Batman Forever. Batman Forever, yeah. yeah. Which is funny because Tim Burton was supposed to come back for that movie. It was. Then he had creative differences with DC who wanted to make it a little bit more flamboyant and a bit child-friendly. They wanted to market to kids. Yeah, And Tim Burton didn't want to do that. And then Michael Keaton left because Tim Burton left. Yeah. But then he actually was going to make Superman. And isn't that weird that then Warner Brothers were like, okay, but we'll let you do this. Well, I think what happened was they saw that Batman Forever didn't do as well. Oh, true. uh, That's a good point. After that, they kind of went, okay, well, do you want to come back and do Superman one? Because obviously, why would he want to take over Batman again after someone shot? I know, I know. know? Yeah, yeah. So he was kind of like, okay, I'll I'll take over and I'll do Superman. If he actually came back for Batman, though, it still wouldn't have been that bad. Do you know? I like Val Kilmer. There was a third movie and it like ideas. Oh wait, Batman we, Triumphant. Batman Triumphant. Yeah. Yes, Billy D. Williams. Was well, you know, fine. if he came back even for the fourth one. Oh right. You know, if he came back for the fourth yeah. one, I'd still not be like I wouldn't be mad at that. I With actually, Val Kilmer. I quite like Batman Forever. Um, I love Jim Carrey. In it. I love Jim Carrey's great. In it. I love like I I think Tommy Lee Jones is a bit weird in it. Yeah. Because it's Tommy Lee Jones, and totally. I'm not used to seeing that. Totally. But. I, have you heard all the stories about how Tommy Lee they hated Jones each other. hated, hated working each, with Jim Carrey? I will not sanction your buffoonery. That's what he said to Jim Carrey. What a line! Oh, isn't it? That's such a Tommy then, Lee Jones. And then, and then, and then and he's Tom, a total buffoon in it. And then Tommy Lee Jones went, and then I woke up, and then it's the credits to uh, uh, Country No Country for Old Men. <laughs> yeah. He says, "I will not sanction your buffoonery," and then it's the credits for No Country for Old Men. No, but. Uh, yeah, I like. I actually, I actually really enjoy that movie. Like Batman, I, I don't love it, but I, I, I like it. Batman I and Robin know. is trash. 
Like so bad It's so, so bad It couldn't get worse No it really couldn't and, Like Joel Schumacher's Shouting out More nipples More nipples Every decision made On that movie Is the wrong decision Ice to meet you <laughs> Schwarzenegger's <laughs> Having a good time With that What is it What killed the dinosaurs The ice stage oh, yeah, Classic Classic I love it I liked um, that movie When I was a kid uh, I was 8 when it came out My first uh, My first boner Was uh, Uma Thurman Uma Thurman yeah. Yes I had a tingle, Tingly sensation As it well to her I didn't know what it was didn't when she's killing was. Mr. Freeze's wife Oh not when that happened No it Oh was, when she's dancing It was when she first come, Comes out You know when she first Like she's reborn as Ivy Yes At the very beginning She's so sexual in it Yeah she is She's really sexual Is it John Hurt oh, Who's the The scientist Is it John Hurt No way I think it is Oh my god If it is Yeah Dr I can't think of it. Oh, maybe right it's now. not John Hurt. No, no, it's a. Uh, it can't be John. It's the Hurt. other guy. It's the guy who plays Lex in um, Smallville. What's his name? Oh, he Michael. He was in Shazam. Michael. Uh, Glover. Gl- oh, what? Something Glover. Donald? No, not Donald. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on one sec. I'll find out now. He played Lex Luthor's John father. Glover, John Glover. John Glover. He played Dr. Lionel Jason, Luther. Dr. Jason Woodrue. Yeah. Fucking Julie Madison's in it. Who's that? She's, uh, she's, uh, she's the girl that. Uh, Bruce Wayne is seeing oh you know and then uh, and then he calls her Ivy she's like why'd you call yeah, me Ivy yeah yeah how sexy is Ivy even when she has just the glasses on yeah. and she's su- trying to be trying a nerd trying to be nerdy yeah and you're like oh come on he's sexy I know, yeah. like- I know we're so distracted <laughs> from Tim Burton it's Ivy it is it is but uh, anyway uh, so they were like okay well you can do Superman and Nick Cage and Tim Burton eventually signed on. And they signed on because of Kevin Smith's script. And Pretty we should say that Nicolas Cage is a massive Superman fan. Superman fan. Like huge. This, like he was nearly tearful. I mean, yeah. He probably was tearful. Totally. In the suit. Yeah. He loves comic books. He does. He loves Superman especially. And he, uh, just to say, uh, sorry, it's not. Uh-huh. Off, it's kind of off topic and on, on topic, but he got to play Superman. He did. In, in Teen, Teen Titans, Titans the, the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, he got the voice, and he got to play uh, Spider-Man Noir yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. So he he's got to play all the people he wanted to play. Um, I think that's cool though that is. he got to voice Superman. Totally. Eventually. Fucking Jimmy Kimmel is the voice of Batman in that. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah, yeah. Never would have guessed. I know because he's good friend. I, have he, you seen the movie? I have. I loved it. Oh, I haven't seen it. Teen Titans Go to the Movies is really, really good. Like surprisingly good. I, I bought it oh, for did you? four euro on iTunes, and you I haven't watch watched it. it. It's really, really good. I might watch it tonight. I preferred the older Teen Titans because they were more kind of they were more adult. Yeah, yeah, know, it's, were, a, it's a kids. They were more grown up cartoon. The new one is actually really funny, but it's not like my favorite Teen Titans. But anyway, sure. Um, but uh, yeah, Teen Titans going to the movies is really good. I'll, I'll like, watch surprisingly it. Surprisingly good. Anyway, uh, in Superman Reborn. So you, wait, you were saying that they signed on because of Kevin Smith? They signed on because script. of Kevin Smith's insane so, script. Yeah, so, Tim Burton and Nicolas Cage yeah. loved this script. And if you look, or at up, least they liked it. They liked it enough to sign on. Yes, but they also, when they signed on, Tim Burton said, "I'm going to be doing my own script." So yours yeah. is out the window. And Kevin Smith was kind of like, "Okay." Kevin Smith. Was he didn't fine. spend that much time on it. You were saying he said he only did two drafts, and like he enjoyed working on it, and he got paid yeah. for it, so he wasn't. You know, and he has some weird experiences. Yeah, with the he studio. did. Uh, which we'll go into, but uh, it's the movie was always based around uh, Superman's death and return because that actually recently happened in the comics at the oh, time. Oh right, it uh, uh, Superman. That's why the black suit is in it, is it? Black suit, yeah, and the mullet that suit looks so weird. Oh, it's a cool suit. Do you think? Would you have you seen with all the lights and all like that? Oh, the lights. Oh wait, wait. Which, like a, which suit are we the, talking the about? The black LED kind of suit that he had. Oh no, it's weird looking. No, the black with the silver one, the silver black one. The classic black Superman suit. 
Um, I'm, awesome. not, I'm not sure. Well, so anyway, sorry, you were saying. Uh, but Nicolas Cage, uh, you, if you l- even look at the behind the scenes, he has the mullet because famously when Superman came back from the dead, yeah. he had a mullet and he had it for like all of the 90s. Is it weird that I kind of like the look of Nicolas Cage with a mullet? Yeah. That's the le- the less, the least thing I question mm-hmm. when I see him in a suit. I'm like, he actually, he, does he have a mullet in Con Air? Yes, he does, yeah. Put the bonnet down. Yeah, he has a mullet in Con Air. And we were, oh, just recently. Oh, that's the LED suit. Jesus Yeah, have Christ. you ever seen that? Oh my God, that's terrible. It's so bad. And like, there's a video and it's like lasers going around. Terrible. You know? Look up, uh, look up just Superman black suit. The black, the Superman black suit. You know, in the Snyder Cut of Justice League, allegedly... Yeah, have you Superman. seen pictures of it? I have, yeah. Yeah, it looks cool. It looks cool. It's a cool suit. It I looks so good. No, I, I, know, I know that one you're talking about. Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, he came back and he had a mullet and uh, it's just... It was it was basically... It was bad. And then <laughs> it was going to have three villains because, as you know, if a superhero movie is going to be a sequel, you got to just keep adding villains because it always works. Makes things better. Ask Amazing Spider-Man. Ask Amazing Spider-Man or Spider-Man 3 or most of Spider-Man movies. (laughs) Um, Funny enough, in Homecoming has multiple villains. Still a great movie. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it was going to have Brainiac, Lex Luthor, and Doomsday. Well, there was one other big villain. Oh, that a producer well, wanted. Well, yeah, well, the giant spider. <laughs> so there was four, four main villains. So a producer whose name is John. Hang on, what Peters. is John Peters? Uh, he produced a lot of famous movies early in his career. Kind of fizzled off now. He's uh, clearly attached to the Superman franchise, and he was pretty heavy-handed at the start. It's with Kevin when, Smith's script. Yeah, script. when they were developing it right yeah. at the start, at the beginning. So Kevin Smith went to him, and he was like, uh, "I'm going to make this movie or whatever." And he says, "Okay, I want a few things from the Superman. He's not allowed to fly. Don't want it. Superman can't fly. Yeah, I don't want him to have that costume. It's too gay. Yeah, no suit. Yeah, <laughs> he, he literally said, said that. It. Yeah. It's too gay. Don't too want gay. it. The Superman iconic look is gay. <laughs> it's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Flying is gay, and his suit is gay. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, he. Uh, uh, there was one more thing. Uh, he wanted Sean Penn to be oh, Superman. Yes, because he was like a beast. Because in in Dead Man Walking, a great movie. That I've Sean never seen Penn that. is in. Really, really good movie. He says he has the eyes of a caged animal, and that's what he wanted for Superman. Like, that sounds like Batman. Uh, not even Batman. Like, I th- But Batman has that kind of closer, fury. You know what closer. I mean? Yeah, Punisher, I would say. Sean Penn well, is the yeah, Punisher. Yeah, like the Punisher. Any madman. Yeah. Can, anyone, but, anyone who's not uh, the hope, which is what Superman is. Yeah, he's like kind and reserved yeah. you know that way like, yeah, exactly. what a caged animal uh, and he wanted Superman to fight a giant spider at some stage that's the best of it, it all is. he wanted a massive spider so he was really into spiders yeah he said he, he supposedly Kevin Smith talked to other people other execs yeah. in Warner Brothers and they were like oh yeah he always talks about spiders every fucking day with the spider yeah talk. he's always yeah. about the spiders so he pushed it like this and I, I kind of get his mind from he was like when I, when, I, when I was a kid I saw King Kong and there was this moment where the doors open and you saw King Kong this the massive first time. beast was this revealed this huge beast was revealed and it was such an awe-inspiring moment so I want that in my movie so I want a bit where Superman is outside and the doors open and a giant spider a is there. giant spider comes out because the spiders are like the king of the spiders are the deadliest animal in the insect kingdom in the kingdom. insect kingdom <laughs> yeah. that, that yeah. was that's a great line like, yeah he's like spiders are the deadliest animal in the insect yeah, kingdom real hard on for spiders yeah so Kevin Smith went to them and he was like he wants me to put this fucking spider in and they were like look 
you're gonna have to but just figure out a way around it i love how warner brothers were afraid of this guy as uh, well yeah well he was he's clearly like a heavy hitter at the time at least yeah. and uh he was an a hairdresser he was once a hairdresser yeah that's now he just became a big producer yeah pretty much um but uh so he was like the natural order of things yeah, totally. you know? he was like I'll call it a Thanagarian snare beast yeah that's what yeah. Kevin Smith said Thanagarians are hawk people are they you know you know Hawkman did yeah. you ever watch the old Justice League uh, cartoon? cartoon no no you didn't. didn't okay well no. if you ever see Hawkman he's a Thanagarian I know so, who Hawkman is yeah yeah I know. I think he was in um, he was in Smallville for Smallville yeah, as well yeah probably didn't he bring him in is he not in um, uh, Legends of Tomorrow he, Hawk Woman is but does she not meet Hawkman? She in does it? eventually, but I can't. No, it's not in season one. Hawkman. No, Hawk it Woman. might be. Oh, it is. He's actually. got the hammer. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Because yeah, they're talking about Vandal Savage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Vandal yeah. Savage, exactly. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, uh, so yeah, um, so yeah, Hawkman. They're Thanagarians from okay. the planet. So that's what it is. So even Kevin Smith actually made something that was in continuity, which I love. That's so typical Kevin Smith. Because he's a comic book fan. He loves comics. We should talk about how... So he, re- he wrote an 80-page... 80-page script. Script. It wasn't even... It was supposed to be an 80-page... It was supposed to be a four-page outline. Yeah. He got overzealous. Yeah, he got overzealous, and he says he only knows how to write dialogue, so he wrote 80 pages, 80 pages. of dialogue. And he had to go to the producer, John Peters' yeah. house, this massive mansion that yeah. uh, Kevin Smith... Said it was like Wayne Manor. It's like Wayne Manor. So big. And he, Kevin Smith, had to uh, read out his own script yeah. while while he li- while the producer lied on his back and held it up like this, so he could visualize the movie. The whole movie with his hands making the frames for anyone listening. Yeah. So Kevin, Sp- Ke- so Kevin Smith went through it, and uh, like anyone, like if you know Superman, his name on Krypton is Kal El, and Superman, di- and, and so Kevin, like his, Ke- his birth name is Kal El. Yeah, his birth name is Kal El, and Kevin Smith didn't want to say Superman the whole time, so yeah. he would swap out things so when know? he was on Krypton I think he was saying he'd, he'd say because he had to do the origin again yeah, in, they were going to redo the, the origin in this movie yeah typical of the time but how many Batman origins has there been I know, as well, you know too many but uh, he was so when he was on Krypton he'd refer to him as Kal-El and then about five minutes in the guy was like hold on hold on, hold on. who's Kal-El who's this guy Kal-El who's Kal-El and then Kevin Smith was like it's Superman that's his name when he's on Krypton like his planet and he's, he's like, like Krypton what's Krypton he's yeah. like that's his home planet and then he kind of paused and he went oh yeah the planet that goes boom at the beginning yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm with you he's that dick you know who doesn't know anything but whenever you say it to someone yeah. you know you're like oh no that, that's not the way that went you know it actually went this way he's like oh yeah I know that I know yeah, that yeah, I know I know like, I knew oh, that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah I, knew I knew that, that. I knew yeah. that yeah, essentially he's always right. Yeah, exactly. And he always knew something that he didn't know. Yeah. So anyway, Kevin Smith managed to read this guy the whole thing and the guy was like, I think we have a movie. Well, he called him Clark Kent at times as oh, well. Yeah, he called him Clark Kent. He didn't know that Clark Kent Clark was Kent like a human moniker in a way, you know? Oh man, this guy knew nothing. He was like, wait, wait, who's Clark Kent? And he's yeah. like, oh, that, that's Superman's Superman. name. When Superman's he's not, name. When oh. he's not Superman, but he's on Earth. Uh, and he's pretending he's not Superman, it's Clark Kent, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I knew that, yeah, yeah. I knew that, C- continue, continue, let me, he, wait, wait, yeah. continue, continue. And then he wanted more action scenes, so once, every 10 minutes, every 10, every 10 pages, he wanted oh, an action every 10 scene. pages, sorry, so at, which could be like every four minutes. Yeah, so at, <laughs> so at some point, Brainiac goes to the Fortress of Solitude, where Superman died, and he was like, could he not, like, fight people there, like, does Superman not have soldiers, and Kevin Smith was like, in his Fortress of Solitude, does he have soldiers? No. He doesn't. Why does Superman well, need soldiers? It, where, where is it? Well, it's in the Antarctic. So. Polar bears. Polar bears. Perfect. Did Let you know, fight polar bears. Do you know what the thing about polar bears? They're the deadliest animal in the animal kingdom. Wow, they're like the insect. They're like they're the like spiders. The spider. 
of the insect community. Yeah. So he wanted him to fight uh, polar bears. Polar and bears. then he also wanted Brainiac to have a gay black robot. Yeah, well, a robot with a voice of a gay black man. Of a gay black man who was in, uh, I can't remember the actor's name, but he was in uh, Clerks, Chasing Amy. Oh, no, Chasing, Chasing Amy. Amy. Sorry, yeah. Yeah, he was in Chasing Amy and he, he said he really liked that guy. I want Brainiac to have a gay best friend robot. And it was like, Jesus Christ. And he also wanted... Such a crazy yeah, He also wanted Chewie from Star Wars to be in it. Yeah, well, no, was that not why he wanted a robot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he no, wanted the yeah, robot because, because he wanted he, to sell he just toys, went to see. But he also said he wanted Chewy, so he wanted like Brainiac to have a dog. A dog, yeah. A dog, yes. Yeah. yeah. I really want to see this movie. Same. It's insane. It would be amazingly yeah. bad. So anyway, that's just a look at what Superman Reborn slash Superman Lives if, could have been. If Tim Burton pulled out because he was like, no, I'm not doing this. Joe Schumacher would have been in there like he a light. Been. He, he would have thrown nipples on Superman Absolutely. and off we go. Mm. That Superman suit, Nick Cage in that Superman suit, it, he really, he doesn't fit it at all. It's not a bad suit. It's not a bad suit, but Nick Cage looks wrong. The, the cock it. piece is a bit weird though, isn't it? Like he looks like he's it wearing a groin It draws too much guard. attention to the groin. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, he's so slunched. Like he's hunched as well. He doesn't stand like Superman. Superman yeah, well you can see the fake veins and shit yeah. and the fake abs as like, well. Like Superman. Henry Cavill, out. he just exactly. paint his body blue and he looks like he that, looks like except that. bigger. Yeah. I don't know. So anyway, that was our sort of special episode, you know. Yeah, that was fun. It was fun. I really enjoyed that one. Um, we hope you guys liked it too. Uh, like and subscribe. Yeah, and check out all the images of Nicolas Cage Please. in this Superman and watch, suit. watch the documentary. Yeah, because we, we need to watch it as we, well. Uh, I'm, watch it after this and then go watch Mamma Mia again because it's a great movie. Oh, sure, yeah. And okay. then go listen to Top Gun soundtrack. Yeah, you should So, uh, yeah, let us know which of the which of these segments you'd like to see more of, you know. We enjoyed all of them, I think. Yeah. They all went relatively well. I enjoyed them. I enjoyed them as well. Um, yeah, thank you guys. And yeah. uh, we'll see you next time. Yeah, we'll catch you next time. Bye.